The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. Roll the dice. I love eating radiation-infested fish. It may add an extra couple inches to my penis. Why don't we gotta die from stuff? Like, why can't, like, a disease cause something awesome? Like your dick getting bigger. Hey, listen, if you get coronavirus, your dick might swell. Dude, triple dick disease. Like... That's a thing. It's never a thing. That should be a thing. I know, but it's not. I believe that's elephantitis. Of, you know, like... Exclusively uh, of the peen. Oh, well, if it's there, then, you know, like, uh, then I guess, you know, like, uh, that would be a good disease. That is true. Thank there's, you. There's no- <laughs> a lot of you knows and to get to the exact same thing Thomas just said. <laughs> you see, I, you know, I, be, uh, I think I already uh, qualify, I think I qualify for being elderly now. Yeah. Will I be useful to the network if all of a sudden I come in and I suffer Alzheimer's or like some sort of Parkinson's, you know? Yeah, of media? course. You're never leaving. Okay, you're You'll not going to you're not going to have the opportunity, Tony. So if I if I suffer dementia immediately like right now, you're staying in that chair. Oh. And we're going to just we're going to tell <laughs> you you time traveled. Make up lies. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder. And now from the cave of wonders live in the presence of gods. Welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. Hate us because they ain't. to the Rain Man Show. We're here again. Three weeks in a row. That's a world record. <laughs> because the past, what, I don't know, what, 13, 14 months has been a whirlwind in my life. And that just means inconsistency when it comes to some of the shows. And this is the show that took the biggest hit, I would say. Would you agree with that, Bob? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because considering I've been on the air for Circle of Jerks for... Like a month, and I think I've done more Rayman shows already. Well, I think you actually did more shows than me all of last year as uh, well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, it also helps that I do 17 TV shows. That is true. So You're a machine. I uh, used to think I was a machine, but then I met Bob. Yeah, but I don't got to do all the post shit. I just got to come in here and be creative, uh, go home, go to sleep. That's miserable, too, sometimes. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to watch some TV tonight. I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's 75 shows that need to come out. Well, and it's always funny because you tell me to text you if I think we're missing something. Then I text you. You're like, I know. I'm I'm sorry, bud. (laughs) I actually have a (laughs) giant list now that I had to make for myself. We have 14 shows right now waiting to be put out. I I need some manpower, I think, when it comes to editing and putting out those shows. We can't really bring that in right now. Not right now, no. Especially with this whole six feet apart thing. 
Well, all maybe, my, maybe all my, this is when we find our interns for work from home. They're not actually going to school. That's true. That's a valid point. Just an idea. Yeah. So tonight's going to be a very interesting broadcast. There is no Thomas Cowley. It's just going to be me, Bobby, and Tony. And we are, in fact, six feet apart. We are abiding by those rules. And, of course, we do have Patreon extraordinaire, Raina. Hello, Raina. Oh, good. You didn't forget about me. No, I didn't forget. <laughs> and she's about, what, 300 miles apart? Roughly 375 miles. I got a good distance. Yeah, she doesn't have to worry. She doesn't want to give her exact location. No, she doesn't. She's smart. She's not like. For security purposes. It's not like all the people that you track down on social media. Wait a second, Bob. You did find her location the other night. Why are you bringing no bullshit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there I was. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. We were talking about a lockdown. and <laughs> You're making me sound so creepy. Wow, I don't think I'm even friends with Bobby on Facebook. How did you I'm find me? I'm not going give, to uh, give up the details. But you got to remember, Bobby is Magnum <laughs> P.I. Oh, my God. Okay, but I have to know about this. <laughs> we were talking don't about, worry about it. We were talking about lockdowns. And um, you mentioned in a previous show that you have a card because you're an essential worker. And I had brought it up, and we were talking to Lauren, right, Bob, in the studio? And she said, oh, that's not in L.A. And I had assumed you lived in L.A. I don't know why, because I've never asked. And Lauren's all, well, that's not a thing in Los Angeles right now, because Lauren from D.C. and RMD has been living out there for a couple months because she has a job. And she was in studio just a few days ago. And I'm like, well, okay, well, where where does Raina live? One of our Patreon subscribers. Where does she live then? Because I thought it was Los Angeles. I know it's California. So Bob, five minutes later, says, oh, she lives here. (laughs) And he's on his phone. And I'm like, how the fuck did you figure that out? And Bob's like, oh, I have my ways. And that was it. I was like, Jesus, Bob. Like, you, Bob you just, could live. Uh, like, I am, uh, again, why did I like you so much? Because I could see that shit happening. <laughs> Dude, Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's who you are. Like, you picked, you <laughs> have picked the wrong line of work. You work over at, can we say where you work at for your day job? No. Okay, you work for a big company. Uh-huh. I think you might have made more money, and you do pretty good. Yeah. But I think you would have made more money. Just tracking people down. Yeah. If this was the old West, like you would be a tracker. Well, 100%. I mean, I am the one person that found Andrew's mom, Andrew's sister, Andrew's dad, the boyfriend that was supposed to beat you up. Thomas's gay profile. App. Thomas's gay profile. Mike, um, you know, Bobby's our Django. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. Bobby's our Django. Uh, yeah. He, so, he's a. Uh, yeah. He's got it covered here. Hold on a second. My internet went down. So talk for a second. Bob. Oh, so yeah, it, it, I don't try to be as creepy as it sounds. I mean, uh, uh, some of this stuff you could sure. find on Google, right? Is it, is, is that, is that your secret Google? Uh, it, there's a lot of, yes, there is a lot of my Google foo is pretty fucking strong. Oh, there to where like, I know where to go look and how to find things and different social medias and people leaving things exposed. Have you seen you, Tom or uh, Tony? Me? Yeah, on Netflix. Have you seen you, that TV show? No, I haven't. You I should haven't. watch it. Watch I am that, that guy. because that's Bobby. Okay. Like, I'm not saying he acts like him. I, I, I have I have some similarities to the actual character in you, but Bobby has the... An airtight chamber in the next room. <laughs> and that's kind 
Bobby. The tracking uh, aspect. Yes. That is Bobby. 100% just figures everything out. Well, yeah, I, I can, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know when I came up with this, but I've always just been able to track down things. And again, I just think my Google foo is better than a lot of people. I think whoever dates your daughter eventually in life, better look out. We'll have a background check before it ever happens. There you go. And not even an official background check because no. those you can get, this is going to be like a for real, like he, you're going to know his entire digital footprint. Yeah. One hundred percent. He'll have a file folder in twenty four hours with all these details of everything with what oh he did God. from grade school to like his present job. It'll all be on on file immediately in twenty four hours. I could just see if you don't think I'm like googling and trying to figure out shit on my daughter's teachers at this moment. You, you, oh my like, God! Uh, hey, look, I don't know what kind of stripper past they had. I can just see the whole thing playing out when your daughter finally gets to the age, you know, the dating age and you're, it's not going to be like, Hey, I know you're not going to do the ghetto thing. Like my, my first wives, the try to father did. Yeah, he threatened, he pulled a knife out on me when I was 20 years old. And he's all like, you know, we're not going to have a problem. Right. And I'm like, Holy shit. And you're like, that's not a knife. This <laughs> is a knife. So dumb. I wish I had those type of balls. <laughs> now I would do something like that. But in my twenties, I was a scared little kid. I was like, okay, yes, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to treat her properly, sir. Uh, but dude, you're not going to do that. You're going to throw like a, like CIA style. You're going to throw the folder just on the table and the pictures are going to spill out all over the table. Like I know everything about you. Yeah. All his social media posts, his douche posts, you know, his bragging about, you know, dumping some chick. Like, I know all of it. Yep. It's not going to work out well for him. I don't have to be physically imposing or anything else. He's got these got got facts. He's got the good cop, bad cop routine down. Yeah. He's already no, he doesn't have the good. Google he, on his Bob side. does not have the good cop vibe at all. He's got the bad cop vibe. He's got the big old beard, the hat, the tattoos. Whoever dates his daughter better look out. For real. Wait, Mike, Mike, you didn't even have to go through Bobby to find out where I live. You probably had my exact address. Did I? Because a few months ago, Avi and I sent you a package and it likely had my information. Oh, on that's there. right. I forgot about that package. You know why? I would have remembered that. You know why? Exactly where to go. You know why? Thank you for bringing that up, Raina. <laughs> let, let me bring this. Up. Thank you. <laughs> Raina and Avi. <laughs> they sent me a package. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's this? I'm like, is it like, hey, you know, your life sucked lately. Happy holidays. Here's a vagina mold <laughs> yeah. from each of us. Uh, well, essentially, that's what they sent me. Oh, my God, really? They, they sent me a blow-up doll. And they said something about having fun. <laughs> and think of this as me and AV combined. No, that is not. That is what <laughs> you, that is what, what I have. The, that I have the message. Is because the message. you guys forget about us in the studio. So we said, blow this up, put a sign on her. And whenever I'm on or AV's on, that would be us in the studio. So you can remember that we're there. That's, there was more. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, have fun with us. Oh, if you want to, fuck it. It was, you say, whoever. Did it, did it have holes? No, it doesn't. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a blow-up doll. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a legit one. Yes, it's, I forgot it because the reason why I forgot about it is because... You had to hide it from your son. Yes, and my and mother who that. comes to visit... My mom comes to visit once every, I don't know, two or three oh weeks. God, you could be the new psycho real doll guy. You're like, Mom, this, this is my new lady. 
and she almost found once. So I have to be very careful what we do in the studio because we do a lot of crazy stuff, you know, like, especially my show notes. And I leave browsers open sometimes with some of the obscene things I'm looking up for the like, show. Where did the spanking paddle go? It's right there on the okay. no. It's behind the TV, so okay, no one ever sees it's it. Still hidden. It's okay. in the studio. Yeah, it's just hanging, and okay. no one knows what that is unless you're a pervert, you know. So I was a little paranoid when that came in because I started opening it, and my son was there, and I'm like, okay, this is from the radio people. Let me not open this right now. So I put it away and waited because I knew it wasn't going to be something entirely appropriate. So. <laughs> And I'm nervous because you remember Charlie Herzman, he sent us a, a, an image, a painting on canvas of Thomas's dick, which I paraded around with in my pants, right? Showing it off like it was my dick. Yes. I know. Yes. Where's that hidden? So the, the reason why I was paranoid is because my mom was in the house and she walks into the studio and I told her not to come to the studio. It's a separate part of the house. I said, there's no reason to come back here. But she was like in the cleaning mode and she's all like, I'm going to start cleaning the studio. And luckily I was in the next room and I came running in and I said, and she had her hands, she had her hands on the, the envelope that the canvas painting came in. It's still then in there. I keep it on the studio desk. Well, I did. And I said, mom, drop that right now. Mom, drop the dick. And she's all like, and she's all, what, what is this? And I'm like, mom, do not touch it. I'm like, do you remember? Is this drugs, Michael? I set rules up for her before because she was used to when I was single back in the day when I was a kid. She would come over when I was naive, even in my like 22, 23 range. She would come over in and my early 30s. And she would clean the house and do things like parents do when they come visit their kids. She feels like she's the type of mother that feels like she always has to do something when she's here. And she finally like found a stash of porn and a bunch of sex toys about, I don't know, seven years ago, six years ago. No, 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 no. About 12 years ago. And she's all like, I can't believe you do stuff like this. I'm like, what mom have fun. I'm like, it's fun. And she's all like, I didn't raise you like this. I'm like, it's fun. It's sex. And so she was offended by it and she didn't like it. So I told her never to go in my room. Don't go in my room. I don't need you cleaning my closet. So the same rules applied for my next relationship. And she knew better. She's like, I am not going to go into the private areas in the closet where Mike told me not to go in. So she stayed away. But now that I've been single for the past year, she thinks that she can do things. You know, she thinks she can go in and clean things. And, and she doesn't know. I still have things stashed. So I had to hide the blow up doll <laughs> because she almost found the penis pick. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and how I do did I not ex- mean to sound perverted when I sent you that message? I didn't take it as like anything okay. other than than it was. So simmer down, Raina. Don't worry. I know your husband probably just walked in. Um, oh, <laughs> a little disclaimer. Go ahead. So she uh, she's keeping out of it then, and so you're you're good to go now with the blow up doll. Like, did you open it? I did open it because I. You know, when it came in, yeah, I, I was like, Jesus Christ! It should have been like the self-inflating one, like from uh, airplane. Yeah, you know, that just starts blowing up. I'm no, I'm just saying. I'm thinking comedy-wise. Sorry, I was. Mike um, appreciate your gift. I'm sure he's uh, laying <laughs> on top of it. Yeah. We were. Mom, afraid. it's a full we body like, pillow. Mom, can't pull this out. His son's gonna see it. We knew it was gonna be stashed in the closet, like all the other women. I'm lonely, mother. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> 
Did you, did, did you name her yet? On, so dumb. Honestly, <laughs> well, they told me, again, she wants to deny this now, but she no, said it we was half Raina and half Avi. So. Okay. Yeah, so, so I don't know. Say it. Maybe we should ship it. What's, what's a good name? shipping name? Raina AV. No, it's a oh, wow, you forgot her name. Ravy? Do you even care about her? She's getting really aggressive right now. <laughs> this, it seems like payback for last week. Ravy? Let's just call yeah, her Ravy. Ravy. Yeah, let's call her Ravy. Like That's what Raina I said, but Avi didn't like that name. I said Ravy. Avi wanted to be first, so it was Avina. Oh, that's right. You know what? Avina sounds better because yeah. Ravy sounds like rabies. Yeah, no, I like Avina. Thank you. Avina's pretty good. But I was a. It sounded more exotic. I was going to plan something with the blow up doll for Thomas or Andrew. And then, of course, Andrew left the network. So I was like, well, that's the jig is up for that. But I know I can convince Thomas. We all know I can convince Thomas of anything. Well, he owes you now. Especially, yeah. Especially, you know, that text message he sent me before the show. <laughs> Yeah, so let's tackle that for a second. Thomas isn't here today. No, he does not have COVID-19. He's got COVID-18. He hasn't upgraded yet. (laughs) He definitely doesn't have COVID-69. We all know that's definitely something he'll never catch. Are we going to start having like some sort of like a betting pool? You know, like uh, who like gets COVID nineteen first? Yeah, who who who's going to get it first? I think Thomas is going to get it first. (laughs) Let's just say it. Like, I think because the people who are most paranoid usually are the ones who get it first. And then you're like, you were paranoid over nothing. You got it anyways. Yeah. So he's concerned for his family. He sent me a message before the show and he's like, hey, you know what? I need to take this week off. My family is kind of freaked out. And I'm not going to get into the details because he didn't give me permission to talk about that. But essentially, he is nervous for his family for right now. That doesn't mean he'll be out for the foreseeable future. He will be back next week. But there's something he needed to take care of that would require him interacting with his older parents. You know, they're up there in the years. I know. I know the feeling. Yeah. So he said, hey, listen, I just don't want to take the risk right now. I'm like, that's fine. So he doesn't have COVID-19. He's just being cautious. He and he will be back for the next show. But. We were actually getting ready to close down the entire network because when Arizona released the whole stay at home, Tony started sending messages wanting to cancel shows. And I and I listen, I get it. I understand. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I was. I, getting- I just didn't want to be pulled over. Because, you know, like giving them an excuse to pull right. over the non-white exactly. guy. And, so st- you know, like uh, next thing you know, I got to like show papers and I'm like, oh, hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't I be asking you that? Or, you know, that sort of <laughs> stuff, you know, like uh, uh, so I, I, I was just more or less looking at like maybe should we start. Where do we find these papers? <laughs> what papers? Like, <laughs> like a birth certificate and a social security card. Yeah, you know, like, 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 like Raina mentioned that she has oh, a card, right? You know, because she's an I, essential worker. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I mean, how am I going to get papers now? Well, you know, like, uh, should I be I getting think you papers? Said you had a travel ID. Uh, you were bragging about that last week. Well, you know, like uh, the man might be looking at my travel idea. Goes, this does look like you. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> should you be like uh, going to like uh, like, like uh, back to the border or something like that? You know, like <laughs> I'm like oh, I'm like worried that you know, like I'm going to be deported or something like that. You know? uh, well, listen, you probably are. Hey, see, see, I, uh, thank it, you very much. Wasn't it, didn't Arizona have the Japanese internment camps? Yes, exactly. Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. Historically, we're set up for it. Uh, you, me, me. I said we as in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're going to come after you next, Mom, Mike. You know, like the first week. Did you call me Mom, Mike? <laughs> yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I heard that. Okay, I can be your mother if you want me to. <laughs> They'll, have, they'll come after you. They're going to get me first. They're going to get me and David, and there goes a free Filipino labor. You guys have those Spanish last names. Yeah. I'm lucky I married into a German last name, so I think I'm good. Historically, I'm good. But 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 help me out here. You know, like I, I ended up, I did read that article, but it sounded a little too vague. It, it was. That's the thing. So I, me and Bob have, well, how many times have we talked today? Like eight uh, different times? Probably. And we yeah, were. Just move in together. Pretty much at this point, we were getting ready to cancel all the shows. We're like, let's just cancel all of them. Let's get people mobile units and just let's just, you know, people are going to be paranoid. Thomas sending me that message was kind of a not, Tom, a not a wake up call, but it kind of gave me a little bit of a jolt because Thomas happened before we got the close the shutdown for the state. Right. And it made me feel a little uncomfortable because if Thomas was feeling guilty about calling in, I want to make sure that the other hosts also didn't feel the same like i don't want them feeling like they need to come in because i'm gonna get angry i'm like i'm not a tyrant i don't want people getting sick like i'm, I'm a human fucking being just because i have a certain personality on this show doesn't mean i i don't have a heart yeah you're, so, wipe, you're wiping down the surfaces for us yeah i was cleaning everything i even posted that in the in our personal page that i'm cleaning everything like spotless i was out of the studio last week and he's already spraying yeah all my shit down like i'm diseased yeah so i'm trying to take care of everybody so i was like let's just let's just cancel the shows bob let's get people mobile setups and anyone that can have a system then we'll do shows with them and then we'll figure it out as we go by as the time goes by for the next couple of weeks we'll slowly get everyone set up and then Bobby found, because he's Magnum P.I., you know, bound <laughs> Bob the Bounty Hunter, he found the fine print, and we are essential workers. Because Bobby finds the truth. Right. Yes. So, first off, we're not at risk of corona because we're minimum already of four people in the studio. We're mm-hmm. all sitting six feet apart, which is within rules. So... We also fall into the category of essential workers. Bob found that broadcasters, which Rain Man Digital and Casador Productions in the state of Arizona is incorporated as a broadcast studio. Yeah. So we are essential workers. So we then decided, hey, we're not going to cancel shows. This week we will cancel shows after Tuesday until we can figure everything out. But then next week we'll get started again. And for the hosts that are uncomfortable, who may not feel safe, we will give them mobile units and they can broadcast, you know, from their homes, which we already do that with four hosts in this network anyways. And most people can't even tell. I'm in fact, I've got, I felt really good about ourselves lately, Bob, because a lot of people, big, big radio names, news broadcasters are doing mobile broadcast and you hear the echoes and you hear all the things from it's shitty awful. setups it's awful it sounds it sounds embarrassing it sounds embarrassing um yeah it makes me feel good about ourselves because like we're like hey listen we we broadcast every week from a, an independent studio and then we also angelica's 10 feet away from her bed for the last four and a half years yeah clint uh, a couple other Raina's audio sounds great. AV's audio sounds great once they send it in to us. So we are fine. We are fine. So if we have to do that, we will do that. We will do shows. Yeah. But I do like that we are essential. I kind of like that feeling. 
it made me feel important reading through all the shit. It made me feel important, yes, because I've never really been essential to anyone before in my I, life. I, I ended up being reassured after reading all yeah. that because, you know, like, then then I don't have to worry about the man pulling me over now because I could show him my golf clubs. Yes, you feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use your golf clubs? Yes, I'm going golfing. Yeah, because because Bobby can back me up because in Arizona, it is listed as an essential place. It's it's part of the parks and everything that are still open. Mike, do you have a letterhead for Cazador? I can get one if I need to. I have one one already. I have a template. A little note for them to skip school, sign it, and that would be their pass for them to walk around. Oh, my papers. Mm-hmm. Those are the papers that Tony needs. You know what? Thank you, Raina, because I'm going to make that a bit. That's going to be everybody on this network is going to have papers. Uh, I'll be able to cross the border. I'm going to call uh, them Jew papers. Oh, yes. Uh, I was just going to walk around with my press badges on. <laughs> so douchey. Oh, my God. You're like, sorry, sir. Here's my press badge. I was worried that I was going to have to bring my passport. You know, like uh, just to like uh, go to the store or go to. I'm headed to. I'm headed to the Casador Radio Studios. Here, my papers. What accent was that? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Stop everything. I feel, like I feel threatened. Please tell me what accent is that, Tony? Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, Filipino. Try to be Russian or German or Jewish, <laughs> something like or Jewy, something like that. It's a Jewy accent. Yeah, it's Filipino. A, try to be Russian or Jewy. That's yeah. completely not even close to being similar. I'm Maybe an Irish a, Indian guy. You know, like, uh, you know, Israel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, it did make us feel good, I think, to be essential. You know, it made us feel good that we could find a loophole to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, so. pretty much. Thank you, America, how, how for did, giving how, us that wait, loophole. Dig, I can't speak. How heavy did you have to dig to find that, though? Uh, it's right on the governor's website of what they did deem an ins- uh, okay, essential business. Okay, I didn't business. know how deep you had to dig for that, and if police no, are going to be like, no, not, you get the fuck in the back of the car. No, not did, as deep did as they I had to even dig mention. For your you know, like penalties. Like if you get caught, is it like there three is no strikes penalty. or they're no not penalties, doing so it's anything? A- I don't know how California <laughs> is. California isn't doing shit. That's what they're going to do with Tent City now. It's so not going to be DUI. So it's a mild scolding. So it's a mild scolding. Well, okay. So the governor mentioned something like a. I forgot the verbiage. It was. Uh, what was the verbiage? It was. As vague um, as vague can be. No, I, I wrote it in the group page. Can you pull it up? Uh, which which part? It, it was uh, a mechanism of sorts. He called it an accountable mechanism. No, hold on. Give me a second. You guys talk. I'll um, pull it up. Yeah. I, uh, you, you know, I, I mean, already, I mean, like, just just like you mentioned, the golf courses, and they mentioned other, like, outdoor public places that are deemed essential, and, you know, like, uh, you know, like, I can understand the essential being, uh, being healthcare professionals and all that, but it seems like it's still, it, it, it came across as something as, well, it was halfway. It, it's, it's very half-assed. Uh, the pre- the press release says, under the order, Arizonians will still be able to shop for groceries, medical and household needs, pet supplies. You can also go to work, pick up a takeout meal, uh, travel to take care of a family member, friend, or pet. You can still go walking, hiking, biking, and golfing. So nothing. So, yeah, so it's uh, essentially what we've been doing last week. Yeah. Yeah, they closed, <laughs> didn't they close down the bars and everything? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, that's all closed. But okay, so the thing that people are kind of nervous of is that he did mention something or alluded to there being enforcement protocols. 
that okay. there may be enforcement protocols announced later. And I know over in New York, they are now fining people who are in who are now standing, not standing more than six feet apart and are in big groups because even people in New York where people are dying, they're not listening. <laughs> so the their governor this morning during his news briefing said that they will now be fining people and possibly other ways of punishment. And he specifically said he will be making examples. Examples. Did he do that word? <laughs> he said, I will be making examples of the people not adhering to these guidelines. Ooh. So it's only a matter of time before that happens here in Arizona. That being said, there will be some changes that are just not avoidable on this network. Hopefully we can match the same sound quality and high production value that we've been putting out for eight years. But there will be some changes. Some shows may be staggered. We may not be able to release on the exact day we usually release. Uh, some discussions may be delayed, but we're going to try to get them out as much as possible. They will be out. We'll have fucking content, though. Yeah, for sure. So you anticipated this moment even happening. Yeah, we talked about during the last show, me and Thomas were discussing possibly getting people mobile units. And then Bob and I have been talking about this for, I don't know, weeks now. Yeah, since, since it all started coming up. About what do we do here? You know, because again, we we want to run we want to run the network the way we do, uh, but we want to make sure that we're safe for each other. And also, again, we all know we need entertainment right now. And I've said this on Circle of Jerks. Um, look, I'm I'm not here to discuss politics with you. I'm not here. I'm here to make you fucking forget for an hour and a half. And we know we do that for people. And so that's why we're essential. Well, there are people who are just absolutely don't, they don't give a damn. They're just assembling yeah. in, in all sorts of places, you know, having house parties or what, whatnot, climbing mountains as a group. So it's obvious that, you know, like, uh, I don't even think this sort of decree today will even curb that sort of. But but we all know people are going to headline read and, and flip out. There's only idiots like me that actually read the fine print. And that's kind of the point. That's yeah. why he did that. So because he wanted people to kind of take it seriously. So, yeah, it, it blew up real quick here. Yeah. So there are some pros and uh, to this whole quarantine and I'll. You know, I do admit that there are some pros to the quarantine. I do suffer a bit of anxiety within large groups. And when certain people are too close, as you can attest to, Bob. Yeah. 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 But listen, I never knew it was an issue. Did you know that, Bob? That what was an issue that I don't that I don't like people touching me. Uh, did I know? Yeah, because I've come close to you and watched you flip out like I'm going to punch you in the nuts and I don't even do that. <laughs> shit. Yeah. And I don't like people getting within a certain, you know, proximity of me now. Significant others, close family members. It doesn't even nope. register. It doesn't register like don't it, get inside my bubble unless we're going to fuck. So stupid. Wow. <laughs> family as well. Close family. What? It doesn't really. No, I'm just saying that in terms of anxiety and, okay. and getting close to me, it doesn't matter. But just people in general, when they get too close, I, and I never realized it was an issue. But recently, because of certain issues in my life, I have recently, you know, found a doc and I described how I feel. And they said that's anxiety. And I never knew I suffered from anxiety. So when I don't like people getting close to me and touching me, or I don't like being in groups, and if I am out, like even in my days when I used to go to the clubs, I used to have to go drunk to the clubs, which mm -hmm. is not safe. This was mid-2006, 2007, okay, back when drinking and driving was okay. 
Was it okay back then? One hundred percent. Yeah, let's just say that. Let's just say it was. Raina, don't, don't you? It was. Uh, it was safe. We're gonna take your keys, and that's about it. Yeah, not, not what it is today. I used to go to the clubs semi drunk because I couldn't deal with people like touching me, being close to me, being around me, and then now everything kind of makes sense because I have recently spoken to people, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not normal, dude." Like, that's not a thing. You shouldn't be all stressed out and, you know, get stressed out when people are close to you. So the quarantine has made some things clear to me, at least. I've learned some things about myself because here I thought I was a mental case. You know, I don't like people in close proximity. And now I know why. So you think Corona is the justification for your 40 years of being crazy? Uh, Well, no, it's preparing me. It's been preparing me (laughs) for this moment. I've been training my whole life for the Corona. (laughs) Well, you know, I was I was born with an issue. And uh, now it turns out that the, the joke's on you. Oh, because I've it's been like your superpower that you didn't know how to use. You're now justified. Now. Right. Exactly. It's like Bruce Willis in that movie where he discovers he's a superhero and his weakness is swimming. But he doesn't know it's water until it happens. Well, I didn't know until I went to the doctor and he said, well, hey, why do you feel so good lately? Well, it's all happened within the last two months since the quarantine. He's all, well, there's your problem. It's people. I, <laughs> I'm like, sweet. Your weakness is people? Yeah. So it's taken me, what? I'm 40 years old. It's yeah. taken me 40 years to figure this out. So it'll take I, 40 years I, to break it. I've evolved. You and know? you'll hug somebody at the first time when you're 80 and die. So at this rate, by the time I'm 100 years old, I'll be completely healed. I'll be enlightened. I mean, life, our life expectancy, Bob, is too short for the amount that we learn. If you think about it, look how much I've learned. It's taken me 40 years to learn something about myself. Yeah. 40 years. Well, what are you going to do with the next 40 years now that you've learned it? I don't know. Learn something else. What more can you learn about yourself? Have you learned things about yourself in the in the 40 years that you can say, wow, I had no idea. Have you ever made some. Like epiphany? Yes. We're like. Fuck, I never knew that. Um, See, I think just because of my whole upbringing and losing my mom young, oh, I yeah. learned shit a lot younger than a lot of people did. And I think that's what gives me my, like, I don't give a fuck attitude towards things because I do understand about the life is short things. Why I will drive up to Vegas and go get a tattoo and then drive right back home because it's, you know, I don't have time to wait, to wait. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I, I guess I've learned that young and I guess I've learned a lot of that since I almost had the heart attack was that. OK, so that was your moment, though, that, that, that it was just like, no, I can't wait for this shit anymore. I have to go do stuff like people are like, are you on a midlife crisis? Like your arms are completely tattooed now. I'm like, no, nah, I almost died. And I figured, you know what? I've been wanting to do this forever. And, you know, I almost didn't get to do it. Well, oh, fuck you, it. you know what? Thanks for overshadowing my story. You almost died. I was able to figure <laughs> out I have anxiety. Thank you, Bob. Oh, well, sorry. I thought my story was serious. Sorry. My bad. Uh, we can go back and edit that out, right? <laughs> uh, Tony, are you, um, do you, because you're, you're in your 50s now. Mm-hmm. And uh, are there are things that you learn about yourself or are you one of those guys that just don't learn? Because most people don't learn or care to learn about 
who they are as people, as an individual. Are I you think, one of those people that just kind of put the blinders up and like, well, you know what? This is who I am. Fuck I th- it. I think I started seeing things differently after my mom passed. Yeah. See, it's, it's usually that moment. And thank you once again for, you know, overshadowing my story <laughs> with something real. <laughs> no, but but I think that, you know, like uh, I I did take things for granted prior to that. And my mom passing away also, you know, happened to be on Christmas Day that she passed away. Uh, it sort of like really put things into a lot more perspective. I now, you know, I'm pretty, I don't want to say it's like a, like a symbol of pride for me, but I, I now spend more time with my father and I look up to him, but we never really communicated, you know, like a more, you know, like a, like father and son. We, we had one thing in common, which we love sports. And, you know, now more often like uh a month after my mom passed away, he started getting into more of the comic books with me and my brother. And like, uh, I, I was trying to look for something to do a month after my mom passed. So I started like collecting sport cards all over again. And Mm -hmm. my dad came along and he instantly, you know, like hopped on that bandwagon with me and, uh, David. So we found sort of like, like a, 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 Sort of like a bonding sort yeah. of sort of way that way. I never expected it. I was just more or less like trying to at least, you know, like uh, I think a couple of weeks after she passed away, I said, you know, I can't keep keep uh, keep feeling this way. I need to like finally move on. Yeah, that sort of deal. It, it definitely does happen when you lose a parent for yeah. sure. You you grow a lot closer to the one that's still around because you realize that yeah it, it can't end. I'll like tell that. you one thing I I feel a lot more you know comfortable with my own mor- mortality, yeah. you know like uh you know and I know that you know I know it's weird you know especially given today's circumstances you know like uh, I find myself you know watching my dad more carefully more often you know like uh, because of what they say about you know like. Uh, uh, corona and what it could do with uh with older people and people with you know not so strong immune systems so mm-hmm. you know i sort of like now find myself watching him more often and like uh like uh becoming a lot more closer we're watching like all sorts of old classic movies you know like in and he's like telling me stories of him you know like in the theater in the philippines you know like uh oh this is the last time i ever saw this movie so, so you have become a better son. Bobby has learned to appreciate life, and I have learned just to deal with that with people around me. Yeah, yeah, great. M- Mike, do you want a hug? No. Okay. No. It's yeah. still working then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've tried once, and I thought Mike was going to punch me. And then you guys should he, try kissing. Uh, oh, only open on mouth. Camera. He was he, Mike was either going to try to punch you or blow his rape whistle. <laughs> oh, don't fret. These bloody yanks will be right back. It's my birthday. I'm about to get lit lit. Might blow a bag on a drip drip. Make it up. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Ooh. 
and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. You're listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores. she was still alive but she believes that the coronavirus pandemic is a lesson from god is she like a female pat roberts now like what is this i don't know i mean she's always been kind of the rack still looks awesome yeah really yeah does it send me yeah okay so did she get a boob job like to fix it you think because she She was a lot yeah. She, oh, okay. She, whenever something mm-hmm. starts sagging, she has she had like a poem for it. It's like sagging, lagging, or something. I don't know. She gets it filled, nipped, tucked, whatever. Or that's God's work. I mean, that is truly God's work that she's got. She maintains on the chest. herself. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. she attractive back in the day? Because I don't know if I ever remember her being like hot. Yes, she has big tits, but was she hot? She's pretty. Let me let me bring up those. I'm things. trying to look now. Now, but it's, I got to find that like an older picture. Yeah, I always thought that, you know, it was the tits that made her famous, you know. The tits made her famous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a few select photos uh, in the 70s where she looked okay, but not much. Yeah, she's that. not an ugly. I wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. But but so she thinks God gave us corona? Uh, uh, these people. that Yeah. So Dolly Parton offered fans an aspiring message amid the coronavirus pandemic last week, sharing a video in which she said that she believes the virus is a lesson from God. Uh, the country legend began her video at the bottom of her stairs singing, climbing the stairway to heaven because this virus has scared the hell out of us. And why were they all still assembling in, in churches? That's what I want to know. Well, so, did she do this before or after Kenny Rogers died? We're still climbing <laughs> the stairway to heaven because this virus has scared the Jesus, those tits are begging to just fall. Whoa, what happened to my mic? <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. No, her tits are like begging to just come out of that shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her buttons are not even straight. They're sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. Okay. If I was like a 60 year old, seven year old man, I was her husband. I'd be happy as shit. Yeah, I'd be fine. I'm not making a lot of the situation. Well, maybe I am because it's the lie. I believe that's going to dissolve the situation. Like those buttons, girl. They're sideways. These are the little things that are hot. The boobs are hot, but then you look at the little things that the boobs cause. The the effects of the boobs. When you get tits that big, I always worry about areola coverage. Uh, yeah, but it's, eh, it's okay. It's, it's okay, Bob. Okay. Don't ruin the image. I think God is in this. I really do. I think he's trying to... The work she's done is actually really good. Even on her face. 
she doesn't look horrendous like so many of these starlets do. How old is she now? I don't know. Google she, it. She's got to be in her 80s. Bob probably knows. Allegedly, her tits are real. She just gets them lifted. Oh, God bless you, man. <laughs> Hold us up to the light so we can see ourselves and see each other through the eyes of love. And I hope we learn that lesson. I think that when this passes, we're going to all be better people. So- um, She's 74. Her husband <laughs> is 20 years younger than her. <laughs> Good for her. Amen. Dude, she's she's Amen. only Hallelujah. five foot with them titties. Hallelujah. Oh, good they for her. Yeah. Wait, her titties are bigger than her boyfriend or her husband? <laughs> yes. Is that what you said? No, she's only five feet. And oh, and she's those pecking tits them are titties. like, what, three feet? that when this passes we're going to all be better people so i know that i have a positive attitude about it as negative as it seems to be right now so just keep the faith don't be too scared it's going to be all right these people like they realize they're not doing their god any favors when they say god is with us and god's involved in this like people are dying people are scared people are paranoid and when you say god is involved Oh, you're not doing your God any favors. You're making people get more angry at God. Especially they're all the, assembling. They're assembling in the churches and yeah, praising That's what Jesus. people do when they're afraid. They uh, suddenly find God. I think that when this passes, we're going to all be better people. So Yeah, we're going to be better people, even though looting is becoming a thing in Italy. Uh, it's going to happen really soon in New York. But yeah, we're good people. I, I think what the lesson here is that we're fucking savages that don't fucking listen to the law of the land so that others can live. We still go hiking. So Dolly Parton, are you speaking out of your asshole? Her boobs are called the Virginia Twins. No way. No way. Are you serious? I know that I have a positive attitude about it as negative as it seems to be right now. So just keep the faith. Don't be too scared. It's going to be all right. God loves us. Does he? I don't care. Just show him off, baby. Show me your tits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the background of everything. Like her husband in the background. Shut up. Show us your titties. Hey, honey, show him your tits. Has Dollywood been affected by the closures? So stupid. <laughs> so oh. she says that I think that when it passes, we're all going to be better. Uh, and then they go on to say that she's an inspiration to her fans and people love to hear from her, her positive message. Her positive message is something that we all know is going to happen. I don't we'll, know. I mean, we will be better when it passes. An inspiration to fans. I mean, I wonder, am I ever an inspiration to the listeners? Like, do I ever say anything on this show that, you know, evokes emotion and passion? Raina, answer me now. <laughs> yes. Give me an example, because I want to make sure you're not blowing smoke. God uh, they, damn they, it. Know, they know what the number 11 mic, is at Wendy's. There's so many ways. I can't just pick one. Look at her. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. You do, um, you, you, do you bring out emotion? Yes. I'm not going to say it's necessarily the best emotions that come out of me, but oh, at least it gets me wow. thinking, and that's always a wow. good thing. Oh, she's good. Yeah. Spin I just, city over here. I just am wondering if, you know, if we ever say anything on this network, not just me, but we. Um, you know, do we ever say anything that people want to write a blog about? And they say, wow, so inspirational. The way Michael hates himself every show. The way he belittles himself. 
Uh, I mean, he just really owns that small dick. It's so inspiring. <laughs> it's so inspiring for the small penis everywhere. Yeah, for the small penis community. It's just so it's so empowering that he owns the small penis. Michael, will you be the grand pooba of the small penis group on Facebook? Uh, you inspire us all. If it means more listenership and you know more spotlights and attention on this network i will do it i will be part of the three inch penis crew (laughs) that's how we're gonna get our honorary doctorate yeah (laughs) based on our work in small penis jokes and (laughs) it's no worse than bill cosby yeah so if things do go south sticking with this whole coronavirus theme so that's the only thing well yes and that Uh, and this is the end of civilization, let's say. It, d- everything deteriorates after there's a complete economic shutdown. We're going to need to form groups for survival purposes, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say post-apocalyptic times are here. And you can only choose the Rain Man digital team as members of your team. <laughs> Who would you choose? Okay. The How cho- many do I get? The choices. You get five picks. Oh, geez. Okay. You know, they're going to be all my people. So you have Ryan Denton, Bobby Doherty. Obviously, you can't choose yourself. Tony Sabal, David Sabal, Angelica Don, Michael Flores, Lauren Alexander, Thomas Cowley, Paul Oaks, Stephen. What's his last name? Crouch. Crouch. Stephen Crouch, Nicole Nance, Brian Smith, Clint Felton, and Greg Holmes. What about Brian Wardrobe? He's new. He's new, but people don't really know who he is yet, so we'll leave you him out. You should know who he is. <laughs> we'll leave him out for the time being. Oh. So I was picking him first. Th- those are your list of people. Okay. Now, Raina can choose, then Bobby chooses, then Tony chooses, and then I'll choose last. And oh, we go oh. around the room. I can and I can't once. Pick- it's like a draft. It's a real draft. Yes. Jesus. So it'll be like that. So the, the, the host that's picked last will be like the, the nerd kid who was picked last in basketball <laughs> and baseball and softball and volleyball and kickball. Okay. So. So Raina could pick me. Raina can pick first. Who, who will be part of her post-apocalyptic Rain Man digital team? She can choose five. Yes. Go ahead. Number one first. Only one. Bobby. And why? Uh, he seems pretty fucking savage. Okay. Okay. I need that on my team. Okay. Bobby. Uh, I would pick Ryan. Good, I know that man call. has an arsenal yeah, of weapons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ryan. Wait, but Ryan isn't it just paintball guns? No, he has real guns, too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony? David. Because why? he's my brother and... Filipino labor is cheap, and uh, <laughs> and countrymen got to stick together. And David's not that bad of a cook, okay. so uh, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll bring my brother because he'll be easy to uh, to uh, direct and, and push around. Okay, I'm gonna pick Tony Sabal, number one. Oh, thank you. Thank yes, you, and the reason why is because he's not rational enough to be a leader. Mm. I wouldn't trust him to be in charge. I would be in charge. And he would be my evil henchman, okay? He would and be, I would have David with me. He would be the guy. No, 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 no. Just just you for now. Oh, okay. You would be my guy that 
kills people for us. Because when things go south, we're going to need someone who's willing to go crazy. Okay. And that's you. You're the rage machine. You oh. can't control yourself. You're oh, the one yes. that's a lunatic. You're the one that the rest of the team members are going to complain about. Like, Tony is fucking crazy. We went there to get canned goods, and he fucking comes out with two heads. He's, He's killing people for no reason, Michael. Because I'm unstable. But I want that. Because I want the instability in my camp. Okay. Under my leadership and control. Okay. Okay. I'm for that. Arena, who's your second pick? Mike. Okay, why? Because you're smart and you think things through. You'll have a strategic plan. Okay. Bobby. Angelica. Okay. Uh, this That lady lives off the land already. She goes out to Joshua Tree with just her rope in her tent and goes camping, and uh, she's good to look at, and we're going to have to repopulate the earth somehow. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. You stole hey, Bobby's mine. thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. Uh, Brian. Uh, I need the comedy relief. Uh, He's thinking like a, a show light up here. Yeah, they're going to die first. <laughs> It would be comedy relief. We'll think of like, uh, like uh, I've worked with him in a team before, and uh, and you know we have a lot in common. So you know, and uh, it'll be a great A team. Me, Brian, and Dave. Okay, I will pick Lauren Alexander because again, like Bob said, someone's got to repopulate. She will be the the woman for that. Uh, she's a little uppity at times, right? A little needy, but it's okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so she's second. Raina, go. Tony, because he's crazy and he has a poop knife. No, Tony's uh, already been picked. Oh, yeah, you can't pick once I've picked. Oh, oh. wait. Oh, I did, okay, see, I didn't know those. But Damn two it. people picked me. That's awesome. Okay, Clint. Okay, and why? <sighs> God. He, he does Western shows. I feel like with all those old Westerns that he watches, he's got some uh, good insight on how to survive. Okay. Uh, Bobby. Uh, man, who do I go with here? I'm going to go, man, I, I would pick Thomas, but I'm so worried that he would just die of dysentery. He, <laughs> Thomas is the guy from The Walking Dead. You know, the one that uh, with the. He would be so intimidating. Well, what's though? that guy with the long hair that lied to everybody? Jesus? No, no, no. The guy with the curly. <laughs> Oh, uh, the guy uh, that pretended he was really important. That he can make bullets. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Thomas. Uh, yeah. He doesn't really want to commit to anything. He really, really, he wouldn't really do the deed of anything. Um, it, yeah. And so, like, as, as much as I would like to pick Thomas for his intimidating nature, I'm picking the pound for pound strongest person on this network. Oh, fuck you. Nicole. <laughs> I was going to take Nicole. Nicole is pound for pound the strongest person that I know. Um, she's just a little, little chick, but the fact is that she could fucking climb up and do whatever we needed her to do. She'd be like the, the, the Asian acrobat in oceans for oh, me. Okay. All right. You ruined my plans of creating a sex cult. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. Just claim it on my people first. <laughs> uh, I will take Thomas. I, I think, you know, like he could fit the intellectual uh, part of, of the group because I already have Dave and I already have Brian. He's getting all the now buys. I got now yeah, I have yeah, exactly I have all I have the Thomas. males. He's because he doesn't want the women. He's all like they make me laugh and I can fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it, it will be like wild and crazy. It'll be like 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 uh, like those guys in the Road Warrior, you know. Like Tony's uh, gonna make Thomas wear lipstick and wear a dress. Watch. <laughs> Like, we'll be like we'll, we'll we'll be like like riding the desert landscape on motorcycles and you know like uh Dave will have a mohawk and you know like uh and it'll be it'll be crazy it'll be wild and fun cannibalism. <laughs> Jesus, they're already eating people. Wow. <laughs> All right, that escalated. Uh Raina. <laughs> I feel like I'm creating a sex cult. Steve. Okay. And why? I don't have a good reason. I'm running out of options. Because he's pretty. Okay, I'll go with that. All right. So she picks Steve. Let's see. Who's left? We got Paul and Greg. I'm going to choose Paul. Fuck, I should pick Greg. And the reason why is because... I'll trade you Greg for Steve. I'm going to choose Paul Mm. because Paul has that Tony anger. It just, he's not comfortable enough on the network yet he's not 50 right yeah am i right though bob yeah it's there he's got seasoning he's got that anger and i need that because i got the woman now i got the angry henchman are you really gonna like have lauren and paul on the same team and you trying to re like you uh, think paul try to kill me yes (laughs) yeah he might be he might he might try to kill you just to take over the group i didn't even think about that yeah paul might take might take you out next thing you know it's his group you know, I'll I'll brand him or something. I'll do something demeaning <laughs> to make sure he can never do anything to okay, me. Okay, Negan. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I dude, I would be him. I wouldn't be as cool as him, but I would. I probably would run things like Negan. To be honest, because I believe in fairness, but I also believe in rule of law, my law. <laughs> so I would brand Paul to make sure he doesn't interfere in my my and Lauren, mine and Lauren's interactions. Tony would be that guy who reports. Tony is the Gestapo. We already know that. So he would keep an eye on Paul because I need Paul for for muscle, for that anger. But I'm also going to tell Tony, Mike, Tony, all right, you know, me and Lauren, watch me and Lauren are trying to repopulate, you know, you know, she's second in command. Secretly, she's probably going to be in command as she's speaking into my ears because I'm a weak ass dude. <laughs> She'll probably be the real leader in this show. He tells me that now as I put him in my group. <laughs> and... Tony, I'm be like Tony. You got to keep an eye on Paul. He's gonna come at me, and you're gonna you're gonna report in. Maybe Lauren might be smart enough, and she'll just tell me uh, you got to take out Mike, and then uh, and then he'll be he'll be Lauren's group. Mike's Mike's losing out his own group to probably. Lauren and Paul. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, so there's one name left. So I get the destroyer. You do. All right. And why? Because he's the last guy picked. Oh, he's oh. the last guy picked. That's kind of sad. That's muscle. That's cheap muscle. Did we miss anyone? We didn't, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. So who who is your your team? Mine? Yeah, who's your team? Uh, Mine is Ryan, Angelica, uh, Nicole. And Greg. And Greg. Okay, Tony, who's yours? Uh, Brian, Dave, and Thomas. Okay, Raina? Uh, Bobby, Mike. Oh, fuck. I forgot who my team is. Steve. Uh, Steve. What and Thomas? Did you get and Thomas? Who? No, I got Thomas. I didn't okay. get Thomas, no. Wait, well, who's your team again? Mine? Yeah. It's Bobby, you, and Steve. She only got three people. Yeah, I only got three people, too. See, that's actually a strong team, no, though. No, she, she has to have four because she started, and I got four. Yeah, I, I'm missing somebody. Uh, I don't Clint. know. Clint. 
Oh, she played Clint. Oh, I did get Clint. Which he's yes. the gun guy. So that's actually a pretty oh, powerful wow. team. That is a pretty good team. Though. Clint's a and gun I have guy. I my own arsenal of guns, too. So yeah. we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? That's today's show. We're going to wrap. No news today because we have no one to do the news. Like I said, things are going to change a bit during this whole coronavirus. But we will be back hopefully next week or in two weeks if coronavirus permits. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you, Raina. Thank you. And we'll be back with the post-show show. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. All right, welcome to The Rain Man Post Show. It's uh, Tony Sabal here with you, and I'm uh, joined in studio with uh, Bobby. What's up? And also, uh, from this far-off uh, country of uh, California, Raina. Hey, guys. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so we're just, like, uh, trying to adjust to the everyday sort of, like, uh, changes thanks to uh, Corona-19. Uh, uh, I know that... Uh, you know, Thomas, uh, if, uh, if you in the show, you know, Thomas, he's uh, not with us, but uh, it's not too serious, apparently, you know, like uh, he Just is being safe. Yeah, being safe, which which we all are. Yeah, really. You know, like but I think that, uh, you know, like it's it's uh, it, we are living in weird times indeed. You well, know, it's one of those things you can't fault any of our people. On the network, if you want to be safe. No. I no. mean, we're, that's not what we run here. Uh, we realize we all kind of volunteer to come in and do these shows. I think Mike's adjusted very well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one, he doesn't like people touching him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all like, I mean, if, if you're that type of person that's like that, then this this probably isn't that, that bad of a deal. Well, I, honestly, if you, if you look at a lot of the network, I think we all are the same type of person. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we all go out and do stuff, but we have no problem being by ourselves also. No. You know, we all like our movies, our TVs and shit like that, that we just sit at home. And I mean, it's why we cover these things on the network. It's like, it's not like you're going to the park to read comic books or to watch a movie, you're probably no. sitting at home doing this shit anyways. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it, I don't think it's been as big of adjustment. I, I think for me, and I don't know how it is for you, like I've been working from home for the past three weeks. No, I, I've been working from home also. Yeah, and it's just like I miss the interaction of like, like, hey, I just want to get up from my desk for two seconds and go walk to talk to anybody else. And so right now I'm at home with Deb and she's upstairs and I'm downstairs in my office. She's upstairs doing her thing. And she's like, my coworkers at my desk bother me again. Hold on, I was like, I just want to get away for two seconds. My company, the the RIT director, really wasn't a big fan of people working from home. He mm-hmm. had a he had a bad experience uh, in the past with uh, with workers who had worked from home. Yeah, so it was a little apprehensive. But he's been, I mean, he and all the executives of the company. Have said that we have just done an incredible job. Yeah, you know, like uh, we are, we're 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 still being you know very productive. Yeah, we're communicating. I've um, for me personally, I've worked from home before in the past. Yeah, you know, so it's nothing nothing new to me. I've already got the routine that okay, I'll wake up, 
just make sure that I'm wearing a shirt <laughs> and then and then just like uh pop it you know like fire up the computer the webcam make sure that you know early on and this is just something at least some sort of tips be aware of what's behind you you know like uh like you don't want to have any inappropriate stuff yeah. you know hanging behind you during the web call because then next thing you know, and I, I have a, a bunch of cool guys that uh, that are at work. They know that I'm a big comic book guy and, you know, like, and I love sports. But I'm always wary of exactly not just what I'm looking like on the webcam, but exactly I find myself turning around, making sure, okay, got to make sure that I don't have that there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no blow-up dolls? It, it, yeah, yeah no exactly. Blow up dolls. Well, that's the thing. Like, have you uh, – there was one – clip that was going around the internet where the the lady forgot that she was on a webcam thing uh-huh. and went and walked to the bathroom and put her laptop down next yeah. to the toilet while she sat down and then she got embarrassed and hung up so I, I wonder if that's going on a lot I mean I again I, I've always been lucky enough to work from home when I needed to but this has been the longest period of time to where it's just like all right you have to work from home you can't go into the office at all that is it's weird you know like especially when the when the executive directors sort of like say it's mandated, yeah. you got to work from home, you know, like I think, you know, like when we first started, we, we said, okay, we'll do this for a couple of weeks. And now I said, well, we're going to be doing this until all throughout April. Yeah. And no one's really complaining. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I got to admit though, and I might be in the minority in this, but you, I saw a minority. Yeah. Well, okay. you know, like uh, not that the skin doesn't give it away. Oh, but. <laughs> But uh, but but I often feel like I'm I'm comfortable working from home, but I sort of do miss being in a an office environment. Yeah, which is it's I don't know if that's maybe it's just me. Well, I'm I, in an office environment right now, and I don't know how it is out in your guys's area, and I'm sure it varies place to place. But it's very tense in my office. They still want us six feet apart. You can't go up and talk to your coworkers. If you so much as sneeze, they kick your ass out for the day. You know, oh, and if okay, I ask you to call yeah. in the next day, it, it's tense. So I personally would rather be at home, but they are like, nope, you can be here. And I'm like, great. This is awesome. Yeah, you're, you're right, though, because I guess every cough and sneeze in an office environment would be like, motherfucker, you're going to get me sick. Go away. Yeah, exactly. We, we had a guy in the office who was coughing up. I thought he was going to cough up a lung, you know, and this was just like a, a month ago. Yeah. And he was only there for about two weeks. And we thought we thought seriously, and this is before everything got yeah. got started going out of out of whack uh, with this coronavirus. Uh, we were make placing bets because I wonder if the coronavirus got him. <laughs> well, uh, so this is no lie, Steve. Uh-huh. I asked him the other day because he was really sick. I'm like, did you get tested when you were really sick? Because he came back from Seattle. I don't know before it got huge. Oh. And he was, like, sick. And I kept joking around with Nicole. Like, everybody on Facebook's being all, like, gentle and nice. I'm like, put him to sleep already. Like, and you know, shoot him. Like, you want me to come over? I'll take care of him for you. This is is the makings of our own sort of, like, Rain Man test, you know, protocol or bingo. You know, like, Steve just came back from Seattle. Okay, check. He's coughing. Check. He looks, he's cold sweats, check. Oh, three. Okay, we got to take him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, like, I was kind of, it was one of those half-ass, like, joking things that you do yeah. with your friend. You're like, yeah, did you, did you, like, you probably had this, right? And you're just checking because, you know, I, I want to make sure because I'm around the motherfucker. 
And he's like, no, man, they tested it, and I was only like flu one or whatever he told me. And I was like, okay, cool. And I know we're, we're trying to be, you know, proactive. We're trying to take this seriously. But on the flip side, it sort of makes everybody seem like a medical expert overnight. It, it, again, and and I think that's that's where we all run into that problem of like, yeah, we don't know. And who do you believe and who don't you believe? Yeah. Uh, you know, are you stuck on a headline? Are you going through what people are posting on Facebook? I mean, kind of like the, the shutting down of the state today. Yeah. You know, you if you were to go through social media right now and all you would read is that the state shut down. And it took me to actually go read the details of figuring out. Oh, nothing fucking changed. They and, just put a different wording on it. To- and honestly, you know, I was one of those. As soon as I saw it, you know, I'm just working on the computer. I get a text, breaking news, governor issue stays at home. And I'm like, oh, what the? And then and I'm like, I'm like telling Mike, I'm like, oh, what? what is this going to happen? You know, like, are they going to start clamping down? But then again, we got you, the world's greatest detective, yes. you know, like Googling and basically, you know, like, reading all the fine print and the fine print, you know, like you could, I'm sure anybody could read it online, Yeah, but it is frustrating because it's sort of like, yeah, we're issuing stay at home, but we got these places that are considered essentials. Like the thing that just blows me away, golf courses. Yeah. You know, again, I'm telling you that guy has a membership to a country club uh, or they're big backers of him. Like mm-hmm. we find that with all Ghana government. It's like, what are we going to leave open a golf course? Well, we'll find out that like the TPC of Scottsdale is like a number one supporter of yeah. DC or something stupid like that. Or, you know, like, and, and like, and also correct me if I'm wrong, there is no really, it's, that's not the only thing that's vague. What's also vague is that, okay, let's say you are sort of like, quote unquote, in violation or if you're staying home yeah. or, you know, like, OK, so what happens to you? You go to jail. Am I you getting get pink slap? underwear and bologna sandwiches? Like, exactly. what's going on? You know, like, but there's hardly anything that really defines what exactly could happen. Um, and I am always one of those people that I will lie to whoever I can to get out of something. There you go. If I was to get pulled over on the way home, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm trying to find food. Hmm. And how are you going to stop me? Because that's like an essential requirement. Yeah, and 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 honestly, you know, it's just ridiculous. But you know, like this, we never really should have had gone this far if people just actually took this seriously. Well, yeah, and, and who I worry about is like the economy overall. And I know this is way more serious than I ever talk about, but mm-hmm. I have you know friends that do our tattoo artists, hair, yeah. makeup. You know, they do all that kind of stuff. That's like a service type industry, and all their places are shut down. And yeah. if they open up right now, they get fined like twelve hundred dollars because it's not something that's uh, Arizona's putting in, but other states right now. And so it's just like, well, what do you do to those people? It's like we're getting to that like prohibition time to where like we got to find the speakeasy yeah. to go get like a haircut. You got to uh, sneak out to get that liquor. And that, that's a good that's a very good point, because I think I saw that today, you know, like Arizona unemployment just like skyrocketed, yeah. uh, you know, in the last week or so. And most of that is because of service industry. Yeah. I mean, bars and and restaurants, people are losing their jobs. They're going on furlough. I don't really know what furlough is. Furlough just- what about the prostitutes? Like, shouldn't they be considered essential workers when you think about it? No. Six yes. Feet, six feet, you know, got to keep that distance. But also more Unless than— Unless you're going to you live know, with the hooker. That's a, that's well, a really expensive circle jerk. Well, if it's a girlfriend experience, you know— you're just paying for the whole thing. You, you can, you can, you can find a the girlfriend a experience doesn't guarantee sex, Mike. 
That's true, but still, it's a girlfriend experience, so you can be around each other yeah. at least. I think they should be considered essential. There's men out there that need it. So you're taking away strippers. You're Mike, taking. Have you, have you been to Wendy's since they've shut the shit down? And you throw your credit card in the 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 bin, and then they pull the bin back, and then they put the food in the bin. My, and they give my the Wendy's bin. doesn't do that yet. <laughs> Wait, you guys okay. still have that? Yeah, that's. We that, used to have I, those it, out here. They went away. And they're do they're doing like the gloves and everything else. Oh, Could you imagine like hookers and shit doing that kind of stuff? Oh, giving you a blowjob or or a handjob with a glove? Just like full like uh, outbreak suit on. You know what? I, there might be a little fetish going on. So that a that could be. costume. Yeah, you know what? I would probably be okay with that. I'm like, it, yeah, let's do this. You might as well fuck the blow up though. No, come on. <laughs> no, not no, a <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, or, you know, you could just, like, uh, maybe you'll be forced to take a shower or something like that before. What, one of those things, like the, the clean room. Yeah, you, you, you walk through, it clean. blows the air off, and then it, uh, uh, Ryan got his, uh, he had a root canal done, what was it, like two or three weeks ago, and he was supposed to get the cat, or, you know, his crown put on. And they took his temperature uh, rectally before. They <laughs> no, they didn't. Shut up. <laughs> what well, a, they, what they an asshole. His, they didn't take his temperature. <laughs> I asked him. I was like, dude, you're at the dentist. You said you they, they wouldn't let you in. He's like, no, they took uh, they took my temperature. And I was like, rectally? And he's like, what? Like, Mom. That would be so like, hilarious. You know? Can you imagine? I, mean, like, I, don't, I don't think he's going to a dentist. Can you imagine Tony is like, or uh, Ryan goes in there, grabs his ankles. Like, all right, I'm ready for my temperature to be taken. Go ahead. Uh, sir, this is the dentist's office, not the proctologist, sir. Um, and then like, uh, so when I, you know, I have to do my weekly doctor checkups because of all my shit going wrong. And basically what I have to do is I walk in, I put my head in the door. If there's a room open, they'll take me right to the room. If not, I go sit in the car and the nurse comes and gets me. Wow. Is it a hot nurse? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. They haven't upgraded. Is that even a thing for real though? Because hot nurses? Yeah, I've never I seen a hot you. nurse. One of, one of the nurses that uh, gives me my shot is pretty hot. So Like uh, one to ten. Uh, I'm going to give a strong eight, eight and a half, probably. Really? Yeah, no, she's definitely hot. Hook me up. I'll take, must... I'll take a picture of her next time. She has her mask on now, so. Yeah, does it... it depend on, like, the, if you got, like, uh, HMO or PPO insurance that you'll get a better looking nurse guaranteed? <laughs> Is that how it works? I feel like it makes a insurance. difference. The high deductible plan doesn't get you a Well, in Bernie, oh, Bernie Sanders' medical for all program, everyone gets a hot nurse. Yeah. So he oh, said. yeah. That's the case. Hell. I would vote for Bernie if he said that. And you will all get hot nurses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, our post show here for Rain Man. Want to thank Bobby. Thank you. Want to thank Raina. Garcias. Want to thank uh, Mike for being here. And I want to thank the Lord for Dolly Parton's tits. Boobies. Amen. Amen. Yeah. No, uh, uh, cool. Please. 